it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the beauty business coach. I help beauty pros get unstuck and create the beauty business of their dreams. It's truly my goal to help beauty pros work smarter and not harder. I feel that you can truly do what you love and make great money doing it and have a thriving beauty business. I want to see more of us do just that. I'm opening up my VIP beauty biz coaching program for 12 beauty bosses. If you're ready to level up your beauty business, to make more money, to work smarter and not harder, and maybe have some Saturdays off. Yes, you could definitely have Saturdays off if you build the beauty brand of your dreams. I would love to work with you. I would love to help you to create just that. I've worked with many beauty professionals on their beauty business goals, and this program is tailored just for you. Find out more about how you can work with me as your business coach by booking a call. You can check the link in the show notes. I hope to work with you soon. As always, stay great, and I'm out. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's a new day, a new week, and a new episode of the Business Beauty Network podcast. Welcome, welcome. Make sure that you are subscribed wherever you're listening. Also share this podcast if you know someone who will benefit from this awesome content. Sharing is caring. And if you are listening on Apple, definitely leave us a review there. It really helps other people to find us. So leave us a review on Apple. Positive reviews really help us. Also, also, we are on YouTube now. So if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, it's Biz Beauty Network. Search is there and you can watch some of our interviews live on YouTube. We will have some awesome content in store for you. We also have a new YouTube segment, which is the Midweek Beauty News with Holly K, which will be featured every other week on the podcast on Wednesdays. And you can catch Holly's episodes live on YouTube as well. So make sure you're subscribed there so that you don't miss an upload. And we want to connect with you. So definitely share your favorite episodes and the stories on Instagram and tag me at I am Brandy Taylor. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I'll follow you back. We can chat it up in, in DMs. Let me know what you're thinking. If you have any suggestions, I would love to connect with you there. Also, if you do have some show suggestions and you want to connect with the Business Beauty Network podcast, email us at hello at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also check out our new website at businessbeautynetwork.com. We've had some updates there. Check it out. Let us know what you're thinking. You can subscribe to the podcast there. You can listen to episodes. You can also check out our YouTube channel and all of the great content that we have in store for you right on businessbeautynetwork.com. But now that all of that is out of the way, I have an awesome, awesome interview in store for you today. I think you're really going to enjoy one of my favorite topics is marketing in addition to beauty and business. Okay, but I love talking about marketing. And I had a phenomenal interview with Tiana Michelle. She dropped so many gems. So this one, guys, you want to make sure you get your coffee, your tea and get ready because this is a great one for you for sure. But here is my quote of the day in honor of Black History Month. Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed, Booker T. Washington. And I love that because I think that that is how we're measured, by the obstacles that we overcome. And sometimes I feel that the more things that we have to overcome, the greater the success, the greater the story, right? Because we've had to overcome so many things to get to where we are now. So I truly believe that is a phenomenal quote by Booker T. Washington. But here is a little bit of today's episode. I had the pleasure in interviewing Tiana Robinson. And Tiana is a phenomenal e-commerce coach. She's very knowledgeable about marketing and all of those great things. And here's a little bit of her bio. Tiana Michelle is a mom, fashion influencer, blogger, graphic designer, e-commerce coach, and entrepreneur. 
She is the founder and CEO of Inspired Media, a needs-based social media graphics design company proudly serving the Metro Detroit area. Motivated to build a stronger brand presence that would help other female entrepreneurs like herself, Tiana launched the Boss Talk Academy in 2020. Boss Talk Academy is a private online portal that helps guide female entrepreneurs through the process of launching a retail e-commerce business from startup to success. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor. We have an awesome guest today, Tiana Robinson. Welcome, Tiana. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Hey, 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 I'm super excited to have you here today. Before we learn about you and all the awesome things that you're doing with your business, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Um, something most people wouldn't know. I am a full-on tech nerd. Um, <laughs> I love technology. I love being behind the computer. Anything in regards to animations, um, just graphics, that it's it's all me. I, I love it. It's a passion of mine. Um, I'm, I'm just... I'm just a big uh, kid when it comes to being behind the computer. I play little animation type virtual games, setting up virtual little realities. I just, I love it. (laughs) That's something most people probably wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm not surprised because I know you are a graphic designer and you build websites and you help people with their brands and all of those things. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, um, How did you get started with your career? So um, in 2012, I had a a blog. It was a fashion blog um, where I talked about different fashion trends, lifestyle posts. Um, This blog really turned into something so much more. Uh, It turned into a portal of me um, helping women, guiding women. Um, From that, I started selling clothing. Um, So I was actually teaching other women on the blog how to sell clothes. They saw that I designed my own blog and my own website, and they were like, oh, can you help me with mines? And I'm just like, okay, sure. (laughs) And it was already a passion because I like doing it. I like being behind the computer, doing edits and things like that. And uh, it kind of the business birthed itself because <laughs> you, you're only going to do, you know, free for so long. <laughs> right. And uh, it was a passion, but it, it, the business birthed itself, honestly. Um, I started Inspired Media in 2017. Um, it's a needs-based graphic and media company where we help with logo design, uh, website design, social media management services, designing social media posts, and a little bit of everything underneath the sun. Um, Right now we are servicing the Metro Detroit area. Um, So yeah, and I have my hands in in that and then also in my blog as well. Awesome. Now, are you able to service people outside of the Metro Detroit area as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great. Now, um, so it sounds like you're a serial entrepreneur because you have a boutique, you're selling clothing, and then you're doing all of the, you know, design services and things for your clients. Yes. So how do you balance all of that? Oh, it is extremely hard, but I am doing it. Um, I tell people all the time, it's really nothing to it, but to do it. (laughs) No matter what it is that you want to do, no matter what it is that you want to accomplish, just do it. using time management, making sure that I'm dedicating the right amount of time to a specific task or um, a set business, Um, just making sure that I'm following up and things like that is really, really important in how I kind of manage my day-to-day. On top of my businesses, I'm also homeschooling my kids. So it's, it's it's really a lot, but it's so beneficial when it's something that you love. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think you can do it. You can have multiple, you know, businesses and things like that or multiple passions, but I do feel that you can't focus on more than one thing at one time. So I have uh, systems in place and also I have assistants that help me with different things. So I'm not focused on everything at one time. So like my uh, cosmetic line, I kind of have it autopilot a little bit. So, um, 
we we run ads, we you know we have social media, all those things. Yep. And um, and I do reels and stuff here and there when I have the time, but I kind of have it automated. So if someone orders something, we'll ship it out. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I don't have to like really put a lot of focus into that. But my yep. coaching business requires more of my focus. So I really have to focus on that. And so does the podcast. So what I've done is I created a system where I take care of certain tasks on certain days. And that really helps. Yep. Me. Absolutely. Managing, managing your time is so beneficial. Setting up those schedules, whatever you have to do to keep focus and make sure that things are actually getting done. Because it's so easy when you have your hands in so many different baskets to get so overwhelmed that at the end of the week, you're questioning yourself, what did I get done? What did I, what did I actually accomplish? Because I had my hands in so many different things. It's always best to have that schedule set up. I'm, I'm, I actually just readjusted my schedule so I can get started earlier in the day um, to kind of get more things done by the end of the day. And whatever you have to do, if that, if that means waking up at six o'clock and, and actually getting those six to eight hours of, of full sleep, <laughs> doing whatever you need to do to make sure that you are managing your time well and things are actually getting accomplished. It's kind of how I I'm able to really kind of get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely required. Like you have to do that because if you don't, you'll burn out. And I've been there. Like I've tried to do everything as a mother, a wife and a business owner. And I Ooh. burned out trying to do everything. Yeah. So therefore I had to make sure that I had, you know, certain times allotted for certain things. And it really helped me. It took me a while to get used to the schedule and all oh, of yeah. that. But once you do it and you get it running, It'll make life so much easier. Oh, yes, it will. You'll get your body will automatically get adjusted. And that was something I really had to tell myself because staying consistent is hard when you're an entrepreneur. It's really, really hard because you want to do so much. You have that creative, that creative spark in you. So it's like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. So it's really hard to stay focused to actually accomplish things. So when you have, you kind of, kind of just have to like train your mindset to understand your body is going to get adjusted into this. Whatever schedule you set for yourself, you will get adjusted to it. Automatic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I know you work with a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that come to you for help with their marketing and website and all of those things. And we were talking earlier about the fact that that's not quite where you start. Like when it comes, like you don't start at the website. Cause I think a lot of people think when I want to start a business, okay, I need a website. So this kind of share what we were discussing a little bit earlier. Absolutely. A lot of my clients come to me and they have these big dreams of this wonderful website with all of this flash and movements. And uh, the one question I ask that kind of buckles them is, do you have a logo? Do you have your brand colors? Do you have the certain type of fonts um, picked out that you want to use? Have you looked into your market to see, you know, how we need to set the website up? Um, And uh, they kind of, oh, no. And we kind of got to go back. Um, So that's the one thing I tell my clients. Let's start from the beginning. Um, Let's figure out what our market is. What is the need in this market? What our brand colors are? Do we have a strong logo, a memorable logo? Um, and, and, And really understanding that those beginning tasks should be done first to have that amazing, wonderful end product of a website. Um, and, and that's, and that's uh, the, the struggle that I, that I have is kind of trying to, they, they're so excited, trying to kind of get them to understand, okay, let's lock this down first so you can be great and amazing once you step out there. Cause it's, it's really important. It's really, really, really important. Yes, it is. And I think you you really hit on something there because like even having a logo or a brand style guide, where it's like your colors and your Absolutely. fonts and all of those things is like the one of the first things you should do. And the market research is very important as well because you need to know is the market, is there a place for your business in the market? Is there a need in the market? Like sometimes you have to really look at that. Like, you know, what are some businesses that are similar to the one you're starting? Um, How are they operating? But really researching and seeing like how things work instead of just saying, okay, I know I want to do this and just going for a force in it. It's great to plan out 
and understand, okay, let me get my brand built. Let me understand what my brand is and how I'm going to position it. And even who am I going to target? You may not know exactly your target right off, but you need to have kind of an idea of like, are you going to target women between the age of this and this? Are you going to target all women or is it just black women? But you need to kind of know those things. And I find that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs lack that in the beginning. Yes. And that is so true. It's one of the reasons why my blog has has extended to um, e-commerce coaching is because when I started my graphic design business, I used to get these questions all the time. Well, okay, well, what do I do? Well, let's start looking into creating a business plan, a business plan that stretches out to the success that you want to reach. Let's start there. Let, let's start at making sure our business is properly registered and everything is set up properly there. So when it comes time to, hey, my business is expanding, I want to look into some loans, business credit, you have your business properly set up for that. Um, so I do provide that e-commerce coaching to some of my clients as well just kind of helping them prepare for that grand success that they dream of when they come to me for, you know, graphic design services. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome there. Now, are you seeing any different marketing trends? Like we're in 2022, like are the, is there anything that uh, is trending right now, you know, within the industry? Yes, absolutely. The one trend that I'm running on board with, I'm, I'm in full agreement with, is a more clean, memorable logo. Um, a lot of brands are adapting this new clean image um, of their logo, um, Netflix, um, Apple. <laughs> it, it's so many. It's so many of them. I think WB changed their logo as well. It's so many different brands. They're understanding that the clean look is is honestly better in regards to marketing, printing, everything. You want to make sure your logo is clean, strong, and it does not, it doesn't need all of the, the graphics, the glitter, uh, the animations. It doesn't need, it doesn't need any of that. Having a clean, strong logo is the way to go. And that's the trend I'm seeing for 22. I love that. I love a clean logo because I've seen a lot where it's just a lot going on, you know? Yes. I mean, there's a whole lot of colors. It's animated. There's a lot going on. And I prefer the clean as well. And, and I, I think it does make you more memorable because it's easy to like actually read it and see, okay, that's what that is. Okay, yep. great. And it's easy to remember the brand if it's just, you know, one clean, simple font. But sometimes when you have like a lady with the brushes and you got, you know, like you have all this stuff going on. It's yeah. a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. And I think my clients realize that further down the line in regards to printing purposes and things like that, when mm-hmm. they want to expand that logo across billboards, um, it, it's a lot. It, it's, it's it really a lot. Is. It really is. Well, I've had people have like, okay, so when they get a storefront or something, like for a boutique, for example, and they want to put their logo on the storefront. They had to get a whole new logo done because it was yeah. so many layers, so many colors that it wasn't going to work for a sign. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. Absolutely. It happens all the time. And that, and that's my one true advice that I do give to my customers um, coming to me for logo for like a logo design. You want to make sure that your logo is clean. Um, in regards to graphic design, it's it's a lot uh, strategic than what um, a person may think. You got to get down to the nitty gritty. In regards to printing, ink bleeds. You want to make sure that your logo stays clean to where if you decide to put this logo on a billboard in the middle of Times Square, it's gonna be it's gonna be strong. It's not gonna look faded. It's not gonna look jaded. Those things matter in regards to market the game there and people pay attention to strong features in a, in a logo not necessarily the glitter everybody's doing it you're not it's not going to be memorable it's not having that clean logo that structure and people oh i don't want it to look plain it doesn't have to it's not going to look plain it's something called commercializing <laughs> you're commercializing it for your market, you're making it memorable. So your market will remember that's your logo, that's your business. It's really important. It's a lot, it's a lot that uh I think kind of gets uh overlooked. 
overlooked when um, starting a business. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. So far as website design goes, a lot of people, I see a lot of different things. And um, when it comes to the website design, oftentimes people will have a product. Maybe they just sell one or two products and they just throw it up. There's no information. Um, there's not a, you know, they don't show you how to use the product or anything like that. I see that like a lot because it's easier and easier for you to just, you know, throw up a Shopify site or throw up a quick square site or GoDaddy site or something like that. So more and more people are doing it themselves, but I've seen a lot of errors in, in that way. What are some ways do you suggest if you do have to do it yourself or if you're hiring somebody, what are some ways that you could make your website stand out? Some ways that I would recommend would be to use, use the features of the host. Shopify has a lot of great features in regards to promoting your product, setting up your, your website page use them, use them to your advantage. Don't try to kind of get technical, you know, um, trying to create your own little look, just keep it standard. If it's, if you're going to try to do it on your own, keep it standard for marketing purposes. Um, later down the line, do a rebrand when you're more advanced, or you can hire someone to professionally present the brand, how you, how you want to see fit. Um, because I, I see it all the time. Uh, I have clients who kind of just play around with Shopify and they get so lost in regards to playing around and they, and they move things around. I can't move it back and something now my cart doesn't work. And cause I changed the settings here and I uploaded, I paid for a template and I tried to upload it. Do what's best for you. If you can't, if you're not knowledgeable enough to present the website in the light you want to see your brand seen as just take it slow use the feet use the block features <laughs> if if you're not doing anything but just changing a picture just make sure it's not um cluttered because when I, I see it all the time, they move things around, it's kind of stuff everywhere, they get so lost in it, because it's, it's fun, but at the same time, if you don't know what you're doing, it's kind of like, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing your research and trusting what you are capable of doing, making sure it stays clean, and so you can present it how you want to present it. Mm -hmm. Great tips. Now, how I hear all the time, like you want to have a website that converts, right? Absolutely. So in your opinion, since I know you design websites, yeah. what does that mean? Like, how do you create a website that converts? Give us some tips for that. So creating a website that converts would be using a simple layout and design, not so much as heavy videos and things like that, things that take up a lot of space. Um, you wanna make sure it's clean. You wanna make sure things are not overlapping in regards to layering. Um, and and when, when they say convert, that means it's able to be upgraded. A lot of website hosts go through changes to where they add things to make your experience a lot better. Um, so when you start off with one template on Wix, you wanna make sure that it's standardized to where when Wix makes that upgrade, your website will be eligible for that same upgrade and there won't be any kinks or bugs in regards to your maintenance or any changes in your design layout or even coding if you're doing any backhand coding. You wanna make sure that your website is set up and um, basically transferable to the next standard or of, of the host basically. Great. Are there any ways I've talked to people that have had struggles, like a lot of they ran a lot of ads and trap getting a lot of traffic to the website. People are clicking, but they're not necessarily buying. So is there anything you can do to encourage that? Like for the website, far as like the information you put on there, are there anything you suggest with those things at all? Email marketing. A lot of website hosts have email marketing um, options. 
take advantage of them, send out those automated emails. A lot of times we put things in carts and we leave them there. We go over to another site and we forget that we have things in that cart. Sending out those automated emails, basically reminding your customers and clients, hey, you hey, you left something here, or hey, it's a reminder, I saw you looking at this the last time you were on my site, da, 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 da. Setting up those emails basically encourages your clients and customers to come back to visit your site, to seal or close that final sale. Um, it's, it's very, it's very, very important. A lot of people kind of overlook it with when starting their website. They don't think, okay, I need to be sending out these weekly newsletters. I need to be emailing my customers that we're looking at certain products. It's really important. It's a lot of things that that kind of get kind of left behind, but it's important in regards to securing those sales. I'm glad you shared that because I remember I used to work for Google and I remember we were in a training years ago and I was learning AdWords. I was, you know, becoming an AdWords specialist at the time and I was in an AdWords training and when they were showing it, I said, oh, I never clicked those. Like nobody clicks those. And I'm like, no, that's you. But people really click every day, all day. And we have artificial intelligence and we know people are going to click them and they have really corrected me. I'm like, oh, so I automatically was assuming that everybody thought just like me. Right. And when I'm saying this, because when I thought about email marketing as well, I automatically assumed that like, I don't like to receive a lot of emails and stuff like that. So I didn't want to send a lot. So I thought, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to constantly send them emails. And I struggle with this, you know, within my business because I didn't want to do it. But I noticed as I've been making sure that I am in touch with my audience on a weekly basis, it really increases their open rate and all of those things. So it is very important. I think sometimes we don't, we don't see the importance of it. We don't know, like, is that something that's really important? Should I be doing that? Or we think our clients are like us, like they don't want to receive the emails, just like we don't want to receive the emails, but some clients like to hear from you and they want to, you know, um, click on it. Or sometimes like, I don't, I get a a ton of emails, but if I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Austin. Let me see if they have a coupon, then I'll search it or something. Right. Absolutely. So you you never know. You never know. And like I said, sometimes we put things in our cart and I might get an email saying, hey, you know, you left these things in your cart. And it's like, okay, I sure did. Let me go ahead. (laughs) Let me go ahead and purchase. So it's just understanding that your, your market or reach may be different than you. So you do have to take a different approach sometimes when starting your business. You might have to really focus on email marketing. It might not be something that you do or you might not click on the emails, but just worrying about those clients or customers who do or who might um, and making sure that it's consistent there as well too is really beneficial. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. Email marketing is very important. And I want to talk about marketing with you because I think that sometimes people feel like marketing is like one thing, you know, it's it's not, it's not just ads, it's not just email, it's not just social media, it's like all of that, it's all uh-huh. of that. <laughs> yeah, so kind of share your take on it. So marketing is so wide range and constantly changing. And I tell my clients all the time, you really have to stay knowledgeable on basically marketing and branding your business and how you're going to promote and get your business to your market industry. It's really, really important. If you have to use Google ads, if you have to use um, Boost on Facebook, if you have to use um, run ads on Instagram, all of that is a part of marketing. Um, having an e-business card because that's the new thing now. All of that is part of marketing. Um, it's a link tree. All of that is part of marketing. Having those, um, I think a, I think a lot of people were interested in uh, Clubhouse when Clubhouse first came out. You know, figuring out okay, what tools what things are being used to market brands and businesses and hopping on that train to make sure that you're promoting your brand and business. It's important. You just have, you have to do the research. And if you're, if you're too busy and I tell people, cause I know how it is running a business. If you are too busy to focus on that part of the business, 
you need to hire someone who can because it is very important. How are you going to grow your business if you're not marketing your business to your market industry? It's important. It's really, really important. If you haven't heard of Gloss Genius and are serious about improving your beauty business, I suggest you check it out. Gloss Genius has become one of the industry's leading booking, marketing, and payment apps, and it's the only one that's smart, stylish, and here to support you. Tens of thousands of independent and small teams across salons or spas nationwide trust Gloss Genius to help them run their business. We can see why. You get beautiful, customized booking websites, easy client marketing tools, and the lowest fees on built-in payments and many more features for one low monthly price. The best part is that the Business Beauty Network podcast listeners get 20% off your monthly subscription, which makes your subscription under $20 per month. On top of that, the team at Gloss Genius will move all of your client info over, any notes, upcoming appointments, and services for free within a couple of days of signing up. To sign up for Gloss Genius, download the Gloss Genius app in your phone on the App Store and enter the code BBNBOSS. That's BBNBOSS. You will find more information in the show notes. I would absolutely agree. A lot of people fail to realize that people will say, I can't afford to advertise my business or I can't afford to hire help with my business. What is, what do you, what is your take on that? <sighs> you absolutely can. I, I don't like, I don't like the word can't. I have a problem. Even when, even when I mistakenly use it, I try to like refocus my mind. It's like, oh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I make so many different investments in regards to coffee in the morning, <laughs> you know, you know, just okay, taking yeah. that moment to say, okay, I'm going to not drink this cup of coffee this morning. And I'm going to use this to do a small boost on Facebook or run a short ad um, just to see, just to reach a different audience, because that's really how things are set up. When you look at algorithms and you look at the different uh, sources you could use, such as SEO and things like that to kind of get your business out there, it's not always enough. It's not always enough. It Setting up those ads and running those different promotions will kind of give you an open door to a new audience because you're setting up those, those statistics yourself. Um, so I tell people all the time, you can make the investment. Even if it's a short, small investment, running a short ad, you can do it. You really can. You might have to move some things around, but you can do it. Yes, you can. You can start, like I tell my stylists all the time, put up $5 from each client, right? Yep. If you put away $5 from each client, at the very least, $5 a day, you can start running ads. And, and with the $5 a day, you can kind of play around and see what's working and what's not working for you. But you do need to find different ways to show up in a market, especially if you're struggling getting clients. Like if you're struggling getting business, you need to get in front of your ideal clients. And how are you going to do that? Are you going to go knock on every door? Or are you going to use the resources that's there? Like use advertising, use Google ads, use Facebook ads. They work really well really, really to well. really grow your business. You just have to be strategic about it. And you just have to put a plan in place. And you may not have the time to learn all of that. And you may not have the time to do all of that. And that's where it comes back to, you probably shouldn't do everything yourself. Like we Absolutely. all start off like that, but you can't do everything yourself forever in your business. Yes. As your business grows, you will find that doing everything yourself is just not possible. It, running a business takes a lot. You have to have your hand in your marketing and your branding. You have to have your hand in your servicing. You have to have your hand in inventory, upkeep, all of that. It's a lot. So as your business starts to grow, you'll see that you will have to outsource for certain things. And that's okay. And that's 100% okay. I tell my clients that all the time. I'm here to do this for you so you can focus on what you need to focus on. It's really important. Just making sure that in the beginning, your business is set up for that though. You want to make sure that as your business grows, you can outsource help where you need it. 
and everything should run smoothly. Now, what are some things that you can do to make sure it's set up properly? Going back to starting, making sure you have a strong business plan, um, making sure you're, you're looking into your market, making sure your business is registered properly, um, having that strong logo, that, that, those are the things that you want to set up in regards to kind of growing and expanding your business, because then you can focus on the advertisement part, and you can make sure that everything is branded properly, so your advertisements are strong and memorable. Um, so making sure those key things are done, so you can kind of expect growth and success. Now, I know you help some of your clients with like Instagram and all of those things. I'm creating their graphics for that. Can you give us some tips? Because Instagram is always changing. And, you know, can you give us some tips for that? Yes. Instagram is constantly changing. Um, and it's Instagram and Facebook, they're going to always change. <laughs> I tell my clients that all the time because they're like, oh, I can't. And Facebook changed this and they move this around. They're going to always change. They're running off these uh, statistics and algorithms that we're, we're yet to really kind of lock down, you know, because they're changing so much. Um, advice is to basically stay knowledgeable. Do your research. Check those emails that Facebook and Instagram is, is sending out to you. They're letting you know the changes that they're making. It's always important to be knowledgeable so you're able to fully advance with the platform. Um, and that's why I said, you know, make, making sure everything is set up to where you can grow with your platform. It's important. Setting up, um, I know a lot of people are using on social media reels under learning it, you know, Google, go to Google and type in how to do a, a video reel, just so you can kind of understand where things are going and understand the trend. So if you don't know how to do it, you can outsource, or you can learn to do it yourself, and you can properly promote your business. Because if video reels is what's popular, people are looking at what's popular. That means your business is not getting the the um, promotion or the views that it should. Um, and, and if you jump into a market such as getting into the, the video reels, you're expanding your reach. It's really, really important. Yes, I fought with the reels, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I still am. I still am. I still am. It's I've been okay. doing them. I've been getting, I'm trying to get better, but I'll, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not pointing them. I'm not. I, I said it, but hey, I tell you, I, the transitions. I, 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 you know, go ahead and start doing it because it does work. Yes. But I did not want to jump on that trend at first, but I see it's like they keep shoving it down. You have to do the reels now. Yeah. So that is something that, especially in beauty professional, why you got to use that? Oh, because, yeah. you know, people are always looking at beauty stuff. They're looking at hair. They're looking at makeup. They're looking at different trends. And yeah. you could definitely, you know, expand your reach, you know, creating reels and showing, just showing them behind the scenes of what you do, really. Exactly. You can expand your reach that way for sure. And I, I say it to my clients all the time, everyone wants to know everything. So basically giving them, giving them the behind the scenes look at how you run your business, how you design something, it kind of just triggers them, you know, it, it, it does something to them. So give them what they want. You're in the business to provide. So you have to give your market what they're looking for. And you always have to be ready to, you have to be ready for that change. We're shifting into the metaverse. We gotta be ready to, we gotta be ready for that change. It's just something that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you have to be ready for that. You just have to. Yes, I was just reading about all this meta stuff with Facebook and everything. It's just so yes. much. I'm like, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. You talked about consistency. And I think that's the biggest thing I find, even with my clients or with beauty professionals they struggle with, or people in general, entrepreneurs in general, struggle with being consistent, especially with social media. Do you have any tips with how you can stay consistent with your social media? Scheduling, 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 scheduling. Using platforms like Hootsuite, Tailwind. Um, I think Canva now offers scheduling as well to Facebook. Using those scheduling platforms to make sure that your posts are consistently going out 
is crucial. I say it all the time. I do it all day for my clients. And sometimes I fail to do it for myself. And it's so important. It's so important because how can I market my business properly if I'm not staying consistent with my social media marketing? It, it's just something you can't avoid doing. And I tell people all the time, I know you're busy. I know we have our hands in a lot of different baskets, especially as an entrepreneur. There's no way. As an entrepreneur, you're going to have your hands in multiple baskets. Schedule those posts for the week. It's done. It's done. You can focus on running your business. You can focus on your servicing. It, it, it's important, but it's something that should be done. Yes, I absolutely agree with scheduling. And I have the queen of scheduling, okay? I've even, I have several accounts. So I actually <laughs> have a VA now who, who even handles the scheduling. But I'll share a tip that I would do is I would take one day at a month and spend two hours yeah. just getting all my posts and everything done. And then I would schedule everything out. And I would use the Facebook business suite or now it's the meta yeah. uh, business suite. And you can actually use the planner there. And they even give you like suggestions on like when your audience is the most active. They tell you like, oh, tomorrow's hump day. Oh, it's pizza day. You know, like that, it's all on there. It's really cool. Hashtag everything. Yes, everything. Everything you need. Uh-huh. Everything yeah, you need to I love properly that. promote. Yes. It's, it's using those tools and understanding that this is what they have them available for. Like, you know, using scheduling tools on Facebook, using those um, other platforms, Hootsuite, Tailwind, they offer suggested like posts that you could do. They offer like hashtags, depending on what day it is, observance days, just paying attention to those things where you can properly promote your business will definitely put you on a higher platform in regards to your visibility. And that's what it's all about. It's all about making sure that your page is being seen, your post is being seen, and, and, and that's how you kind of convert to that, that site conversion, getting them over to your website to make that, to finalize that sale. It's important. Mm -hmm. And another thing too, you need to be consistent on your social media, especially if you're running ads, that's because true. you don't want to start running ads and you haven't posted in three months. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So you definitely, there's a lot of reasons to be consistent, but that's definitely one of them for sure. And exactly. another tip I would give is you should always be collecting content for your business. Like as a coach, if I get an idea, I'll be like, oh, that's a good idea. I have a notes app on my phone yep. and I'll just write down like something I thought of that I could share in a post or I could make a carousel post or something like that. So I always like, kind of, and I try to collect like little things that will work for mm -hmm. content for me. And I do that all the time. And I tell my beauty professionals, like you're, you're in a salon every day doing hair, get behind the scenes of your work, Absolutely. take pictures befores and afters and collect stuff every day. Yeah. TikToks and all of this collective stuff every day so that you can build the TikTok, right? So yep. that you can build the real, have something for the real. So yeah, so definitely make a habit of collecting content so that when you sit down for those two hours or however long it's take you to plan out everything, you have it all in one place. So you're not trying exactly. to figure out at this point, okay, what am I going to post and all of this? But you've been collecting it all along. You exactly. should have a folder full of stuff to post on your social media. I tell my clients, a marketing calendar will save your life. Setting up the calendar uh, either at the beginning of the month, at the end of the month, whatever it may be, where you can plan out your content creation. It's crucial. Content creation is everything now. That's how people are getting sponsorships and, and everything else. Making sure that marketing calendars, calendar is complete, it will make it so much easier. And like you said, sit down for two hours and get those posts out. Well, if you did your marketing calendar, that'll make that process a lot easier as well too. Um, and understanding with the marketing calendar, look into those observance days. It might be some days that you could use for promotional purposes. Hashtag, um, it was a, I have a, a client who does natural hair care for young girls using um, observing days like it's uh, Afro Girl Day. Using things like that to kind of market and promote your business is important as well. You're opening up a, a, a new audience. Click on that hashtag. That's a whole new audience there for you. So understanding that doing that marketing calendar, 
scheduling those posts on that one day for two hours, that will make so your life so much easier in regards to just focusing on what's in, what you do, what's important, because that's already done. Mm-hmm. Yes, great tips. Now, do you have any suggestions for a marketing calendar? So right now I am using um, Canva for my marketing calendar. They have these calendar templates. Um, I also use Outlook because Outlook, you can connect it to your phone. Um, But basically um, what I do is I just research. I get on Instagram. I look at different trends, different um, reels to kind of see what what I want to tap into. And I use Outlook or Canva to kind of get it set up for the month. And then I schedule. And it's really, really simple. A lot of people think that they have to kind of be tech savvy. No, you really, really don't. You have a a calendar in your phone. You can start the calendar there. You can start the calendar on a different platform, just somewhere where you're keeping down your content, you're keeping track of your content. And that way you also know what worked and what didn't um, in regards to posting. So it's, it's, it's a, it may seem like a lot, but it's, it's really not just understanding that the, that first part has to be done first. Yes, I would agree with that. So what are you excited about right now? I know you have your academy and all these things. Let's talk about what you're excited about right now. Yes. So I am so excited for the relaunch of my boutique. Um, like I said, we're, we're, she inspired is getting a new home. We're moving to tianamichelle.com. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. I have a new collection of spring clothes that's getting ready to come out and I'm just absolutely in love with them. I'm getting ready to do these TikToks and, <laughs> and everything else to showcase my new products. Um, but I have that and also the Boss Talk Academy. Um, Boss Talk Academy is my baby. It's where I help all of my subscribers on my blog with their entrepreneurial journey. Um, I've been helping them from start to finish in regards to setting up their business plan, assisting them with finding vendors and vendor lists. So that that's my that's my passion. I love helping women entrepreneurs. So I use my Boss Talk Academy as that platform to do so. So any women looking to start a business, come on over to the Boss Talk Academy. I'm more than willing to help you get started. Um, we have some vendor lists over there. We have business plans, 30-day guides, 10-day guides, all to assist you with starting your business the right way um, for success. Uh, and I tell everybody the right way is setting your business up for success and your success because everybody's success looks different. Looks different. So, Right. I agree with that. You have to do what works for you, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, because sometimes people get that confused. They they're focused on creating something that they saw someone else create. Like, what do you want in your business? Having the passion, it makes being an entrepreneur so much better. You know, it makes learning about your market so much easier. Um, and I tell people all that all the time. If you're getting frustrated with what you're doing, you really have to kind of think and and decide, is this truly a passion of mine? Um, Because I I love graphic design. I love helping women and coaching women on e-commerce. It's a passion of mine. So as the market is constantly changing, I'm actually okay with learning. I'm okay with with growing and expanding my knowledge there. Um, So I always tell people, make sure you have a passion for what you're doing, because that's going to be your key driver in this all. Yes, yes, definitely. I agree with that. You should definitely be passionate about what you're doing. Because if you don't, especially when you're starting small, because I know sometimes if you like, if you're a millionaire, and you can afford to just buy a company, and you don't really have to care about the company, then that's a whole nother thing. But if you're an individual starting a business, you need to be passionate about it. Okay. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. you know, you're going to have your hands in this thing, you're going to need to be able to talk about this thing consistently you don't want it to be something that you're getting bored of or frustrated with you want it to be something that you love and so I definitely think those are some great tips now Tiana what would you say has been your biggest lesson that you've learned along your entrepreneurial journey don't hold back (laughs) and I say this because I, I give my story all the time it took me four years to start my business I had my blog, 
Um, I, I was set with my blog, you know, just, just sharing my advice. And I kind of just talk myself down daily. Like, you know, I, I had this dream, I had this passion for it. And it was like, okay, well, I'm not ready yet, or it's not ready yet, or it's not good enough yet. And that was not the way to go. I, I could have, I, I think to myself, I could have been out here, <laughs> you know, I could have been, you know, but just start. Starting is the hardest part. Just start. Whatever it is that you want to do, just start it. And that, and that's my advice to anyone looking to get into entrepreneurship. Go for it. Just start it. Just start it. If, if you're starting with the research, just know you're starting and be consistent. Don't give up. Just go for it. And that would be my number one thing that I would share with anyone looking to, to get into entrepreneurship. Yep. Now, where do you go for your motivation? Like, is there a podcast? Is there a, a mastermind group, a book? Like, where do you get your motivation from? So a lot of my motivation comes from an organization that I'm a part of called MAFI, Michigan Association for Female Entrepreneurs. It's an organization of some really powerful women, um, even women, you know, just getting into entrepreneurship. It's a, I, I call them like my, my sisters. They keep us, they keep us motivated, uh, whether it be networking events that we attend, um, Zoom calls where we kind of just make sure we're still on, on task with each other, taking trips together. Um, that, that organization has really been my call for motivation. Whenever I, I feel like I, I need to, to speak with someone just to kind of piggyback ideas, um, going to a group of women who share the same passion for entrepreneurship as I do has been everything. And I, I tell my clients that all the time, put yourself in a circle of people who share the same passion as you do. It, uh, it'll make you kind of, it'll drive your, your, your motivation to accomplish your, your, your goals for your business. It really will. So I would definitely say Matthew. Tiana, thank you so much for sharing all your great tips and everything today. Can you tell everybody how they can connect with you? Yes, absolutely. You guys can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Miss Tiana Michelle. You can also go to my website, tianamichelle.com. And that's where you'll find my blog. You'll also find information about my graphic design services and the Boss Talk Academy. Awesome. I will make sure I have all of that information in the show notes. Tiana, do you have any parting words for us today? Um, Absolutely. Don't give up and go for it. <laughs> Tiana Robinson, everybody. As always, stay great and we are out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.